What is happening guys, Danny Feng here. And in this video, we're gonna be talking about the Fuji X100V and six reasons why this camera is perfect for me. And hopefully in this video, you guys find value and help you decide whether this camera is perfect for you or not. Let's get into it. Ah, phone fell. Before we get into the six reasons, just a little bit of a background. The stuff that I love doing is street photography and documentaries. And, and with these two things together, of course, it just means uh, that I like to have something that is super compact, that doesn't get in my way. It's not too bulky to take around and things. I can just be spontaneous when I'm shooting. So the first and foremost reason why this camera is so appealing to me is just because it's compact and it's super, super light. So the X100V is like the perfect camera for this. I'll have it around me. You know, I don't even feel it on me. And when I see something interesting or something that I want to just document or whatsoever, I can just pick it up, shoot, and then there we go. The second reason is the lens. I love this lens. This is actually uh, completely revamped from what I understood from the glass that I used to have, which ran across from the first gen all the way to X100F. So the glass on this one is much, much sharper, much, much cleaner. It's a 23 millimeter lens and it opens to F2 and shooting at F2 is super, super sharp. I've seen some comparisons online where they were comparing between the X100V and the X100F and the X100F, it seems very like washed out. Most of the time it's like really soft, but just I guess in certain cases, I think with close-ups as well, which is kind of a bummer, but, but the X100V at F2 is like super sharp. I haven't really found any flaws with the lens so far. And I've been shooting in all kinds of scenarios since the day I got it. And the lens has been tack sharp. Number three, the photos that you get in this camera is incredible it's basically the look that i've been looking for for so long or at least is something that i always try to achieve whether i'm shooting on the gh5 or my phone or whatever camera that i am using and quite frankly you know i've never really looked into fuji cameras before but of course because of its compactness and how small it is and how how light it is you know that's what drawn me to buy this camera but the look that you get on these fuji cameras almost like oh my god it looks so beautiful so in the fuji camera you actually have film simulations and to me it feels like the image just have a soul as cheesy as that may sound it just has this look this feel to it that i absolutely love so running through the film simulations over here as you can see in the fuji x100v you have the provia standard you have the velva vivid you have your astia soft you have the classic chrome this one i love i've been shooting on this quite a lot actually you have the pro neg high you have a pro neg standard you have the classic neg and this is very contrasted but it has this really cool grungy look to it and you have your interna cinema and this works great not only on photo but also in video as well and and then you have some of your black and white. So you have the Acros and the Monochrome. And of course, every single camera needs to have this, the sepia look, which, which I don't think anyone uses these days. <laughs> if you still use sepia, drop in the comments below. I wanna see some sepia goodness. Okay, let's move to number four, the video quality of this camera. So considering the size of this camera, the video quality is just incredible coming out from this camera, let alone the autofocus of this camera is actually incredible. And just handheld, just pointing at things, and it just racks focus so naturally, so smoothly. And it's just very, very natural, which is kind of cool if you just wanna, I don't know, vlog, or kind of just produce like, you know, bits of content that you don't really want to fiddle around too much. They kind of just want to point and shoot. So yeah, that works really, really well. But anyway, the video quality is absolutely amazing. You can shoot up to 4K, which is crazy. And so many other settings on this camera, you know, you can shoot like, you can shoot 60 FPS, you can shoot 120 FPS. You can even convert FPS within the camera. So for example, you can actually shoot, let's say 120 FPS and convert it to 24 frames per second. I think that's at uh, 1080 actually. But point is, there's just so many options in this camera now. I'm going to put a link in the description below that you can go on Fuji's website and you can just check out all those specs it's just crazy like how much video stuff they actually 
packed it into this tiny little camera. And of course, let's not oversee this as well. This model in particular has a flip out screen. So you can actually flip it up like kind of like a Sony camera kind of thing. It's not like a GH5 where you can actually flip the camera and have this kind of selfie situation. But it's still really cool because now you can get into like very low angle shots or if you want to take photos and you want to be a little bit more subtle, you can you can shoot by the hip and you can flip out the screen. Really, really cool little touch. And my God, it's just awesome. It's kind of funny that I'm trying to share six points with you guys and I'm just throwing all these facts inside. But anyway, let's move on. Number five, the low light capability. Now for me, I was a little bit skeptical. A lot of people were saying that they could shoot 1600 ISO with this camera or even like 3200 ISO, even more. And I've seen people kind of just say that it's usable, it's doable on photos, you know, like it, it looks clean. And I was a little bit skeptical. I was just like, oh, I'm not really sure. To me, pushing to like ISO 800 is like my max set. Anything more than that, I feel like it just kind of breaks the image. But my God, this camera, super, super clean. I actually have my Fuji camera set to maximum 3200 ISO. So when I'm shooting around, it's max is gonna be 3200 ISO. At 32, even at 3200 ISO, which to me is ridiculously high. It is absolutely amazing. It's super, super clean. It doesn't really make the image like muddy, but it, it just still super, super sharp. And just for fun, I actually tested the camera and pushed it to some ridiculous ISO that I don't even remember. And even then it still looks good. At that point, of course, the image starts to fall apart a little bit, but for some reason, when the image falls apart, it kind of looks natural. It kind of, breaks down in a natural way that kind of looks a little bit like film. So yeah, the low light capability on the X100V is absolutely amazing. Number six, the last point, which is battery life. To me, battery life is like, super super important i just want to have at least maximum two batteries with me and i can just go around and just shoot without worrying about my camera just like dying off so from my experience so far the fuji x100v has an incredible battery life i went for a whole day shooting with just one battery and came back home and there's still a little bit of juice left in the camera so it's, it's absolutely incredible so yeah long battery life that's a big big win for me now sharing with you six reasons on why this camera is amazing to me and there's a couple of quirks that i found about this camera which is not a deal breaker but i feel like it's worth kind of talking about. I guess at this point, maybe I'm nitpicking-ish, I think. I don't know, but I'm gonna share it with you guys anyway. So the first one is transferring photos to my phone is actually a pain. Like the, the software, at least on my phone, I have the Google Pixel 2, I think. And uh, yeah, the, the app is a little bit clunky. It's, it's really slow and sometimes it doesn't really work. And I mean, the app opens up and it says that things are transferring and stuff, but it's just, it takes, it takes ages for it to transfer from my, to transfer the JPEGs from my camera to my phone. It's just a little bit clunky. Maybe I'm not setting up something properly, but I've, it's just, yeah, it's just not that intuitive. So it's just a little bit clunky in my opinion. And the second thing is uh, the Fuji menu is a bit cluttered. The Fuji menu system is a little bit cluttered. There's just so many things happening. I mean, it's great they have so much features, but it's just the way how it's laid out. I just feel like there's just so many things in the menu that you can go deeper and deeper. So um, I'm all about simplicity. So the, it's not a deal breaker, of course, but I just realized the first time when I powered up the Fuji camera, me being not a Fuji user, opening it up, it was just like, oh my God, there's just all these features and settings and things. And I was just a little lost at one point, but yeah, so to me, the menu is a little bit cluttered. And the third thing is it only takes one SD card in this camera. So that's something that you have to bear in mind as well. To me, it's not really a deal breaker, so to speak. 
I guess I'm just so used to shooting a dual slot recordings, especially like on the GH5. You can, you can not only relay, but also do like a mirror recording as well, you know, just for backup in case something goes wrong. Again, it's not a huge deal breaker because for what it is, you know, it's, I, can't, I can't complain too much. But yeah, you just have to bear in mind that there's only one uh, SD card slot in this camera. There's one more test that I need to do, which is basically the overheating issue that, that everyone has been talking about. Personally, I haven't experienced any overheating issues. Um, but people have been saying that when they shoot 4K for a long period of time, uh, the camera kind of shuts off. But personally, I don't think overheating would be an issue to me just because this camera to me is literally and mainly just to take photos and take snippets of video, not long form videos. I can kind of understand uh, why people's camera would turn off if you're shooting 4K for like 10 minutes straight or something like that, you know? So, um, but just out of curiosity, I'm gonna test it out as well, just to kind of see what happens. So I'm probably just gonna update you guys via Instagram. So if you guys wanna follow me out, my Instagram is somewhere in the description below. Follow along and yeah. That's that. So anyway guys, that's pretty much it for this video. I hope you guys found this video useful in some way or form. Um, if you guys have any questions, of course, drop in the comments below as usual and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. And of course, if you guys like this video, please like this video and subscribe if you haven't, because that helps the channel. I know I don't post that much, but it does help the channel. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll catch you guys in the next video. And until then, keep on creating, keep on inspiring.